Hi, I'm Asiel the Oracle, and this is Readings for the Collective. Hi, I'm Asiel the Oracle, and this is Readings for the Collective, episode 36. Thank you for tuning in. As I bring myself to the space, I do feel guided to connect with and share a four-part message from four of my guides and mentors that have guided me along my journey to lead me up to this point to live in bliss and joy. And as today is my born day, my birthday, we will honor the personality identity, the ego, and sort of tune into a message that spirit has for myself as the body robin in relation to higher self, meaning as a co-creator now. This is the first birthday in a very long time that I'm not in depression, that I feel very good actually in appreciation and gratitude. And I have been in joy and bliss for a while now. So as today is my birthday, I do want to share the gifts of God with you all and see what Archangel Mikael, Brother Buddha, Kuan Yin and Mother Earth Gaia have to say in direction of Robin but for the collective. And at this time, you can set your own intention to receive the clarity or guidance that you are seeking. And let us bring awareness to the heart space and to the breath. And let us start with Archangel Mikael. Archangel Mikael has played a very pivotal role in my experience, dropping subtleties and breadcrumbs along my journey, starting as a preteen. The first guide that let me know as the identity that maybe we can do something they don't teach us. Maybe we are something more than they let us know. Maybe we are not the body, actually. So as Mikael has been with me since the beginning, as my middle name is Michael, you might say he oversees my journey and helps me be sure that I am committed to my promise or agreements, and it must be to be of service to the world, to be a guide and a mentor and a brother, to speak the good word, to tell brothers and sisters about God, that God never left us, we left it. So it's only fitting that as I come to this birthday in joy, I feel more integrated and healed than I've ever been in my whole life. I just want to thank Archangel Mikael so much for being such a forever companion and sticking by me even when I prayed him away. I begged them to leave me alone. I asked Spirit to please let me leave the earth. I begged to trade places and it never happened because Mikael knew my promise before I descended. He wasn't listening to the distorted identity Robin. So as today I celebrate the ego Robin in a way that is an appreciation, is a tool, a vehicle that allowed me to come to earth to fulfill my agreements, we have to start with Archangel Mikael because um, without him I literally wouldn't be here. 
as the as the symbol, the archetype which represents the filtered mind, the commander of light. So he helped me, gave me the tools, the reminders, the breadcrumbs to discipline my thoughts, feelings, and emotions. And today, I'm sharing the message that he has for me as the ego in connection and in honor of the collective as I am here for you. So I am sharing the gifts of God with the world today as I tune in and receive a message for self in honor of you and the collective. So the first message for Mikael, he is offering a bow and arrow and the message is to keep your eyes on your targeted intention. So there is a prayer that I will say in direction of Mikael, you can repeat or just let the heart receive it. Thank you Archangel Mikael for helping me focus on my inner vision and intention. I ask for guidance in releasing any fear or doubts, granting me the confidence and courage to take action towards realizing my dreams. And as this episode is a lot more personal than I am normally, meaning I'm very private, naturally I keep a lot to myself in regards to the identity or ego. But I do feel guided to share that my only dream today, my only goal is Mother Father God to be of service to the world. Today, I woke up and I told Mother Father God, thank you for this day. Use me as you will. That I give my free will to the Holy Spirit. I repeated it as an indicator of a new cycle as I approach uh, a new year for self. So Mikael helping me stay focused on my inner vision which is my intention that comes from the guidance I receive in the heart space. And although sometimes I speak very confidently as Mikael has guided me to and taught me to from a very young age, I am working through the conflict of the ego as I speak, meaning I'm not always that confident, I'm practicing as I go. So Mikhail reminding me to stay focused on the inner vision and my intention is a reminder that things are probably about to shift and things might seem confusing for a while as the new reality is making way. And it's important that I don't look towards doubt or fear because it's all in alignment of my clear vision and intention to be of service to the world. So Mikhail in this symbol is reminding me to step even more so in my role as an emissary of light or a brother to be of service to self and the world in perfect balance and reminding me that nothing is more important than my focus moving forward that I just need to stay focused on the inner vision and I will hit my mark to disregard the doubt and fear to doubt your doubts to doubt the fear. So this is a reinterpretation of self, meaning to be fearless. And in this message, I feel Mikhail saying, the purpose of life is to have no fear. Because when you have no fear, you live, you're in joy, you do all the things that your heart desires. You live in appreciation and gratitude, bliss. 
So how can we have no fear? By being fearless, by staying focused upon the inner vision, regardless to the circumstances around us, even though we may not see evidence of a shift happening or the path revealed. It's time to step into our power, and our power as a humanoid is definitely our focus, because whatever we focus on, we create. So on this day, as I begin a new year, I choose to focus upon the Holy Spirit and the will of Mother Father God. I choose to keep my awareness in alignment with the Holy Spirit's will for self and others, so that all beings may be spiritually free. And I ask Archangel Mikael to assign each of you new guardian angels as a symbol of your rebirth and renewal to be propelled and calibrated in the direction of your preferred image of self and your preferred reality. And I know you hear my words, Archangel Mikael, so be it. very special and dear to my heart as he has also played a very big role in bringing me to this moment. As a preteen, this was the first time that I heard the concept of finding God within or to look in the heart as Brother Buddha was maybe one of the more well-known ascended masters to speak this first, to tell us that the way is in the heart and not in the sky. As Brother Yeshua Jesus reminded us, the kingdom of heaven is within. Brother Buddha came in as an extension of that, a refined, even more direct message of this. So through my years of integration, what we will call depression, Brother Buddha was a symbol and archetype that I didn't need to suffer. So the whole time I was suffering, I was well aware it was self-created. And I still wasn't able to facilitate the healing yet because I needed to experience the emotion instead of trying to transcend it. I needed to integrate my pain and suffering to rewrite the story, to reinterpret it, to see it from a different perspective, to take the blessing. So Brother Buddha often joins me in meditation or prayer and says nothing. It's just us sitting there observing the water, looking over a lake, you might say. So I'm excited to pull a card from Brother Buddha today and see what he might speak to me if he were to say anything in that moment of meditation. And I ask that Brother Buddha remind you all that suffering is a choice, that we do not need to suffer here. We will receive the quote and then we will read the Osho directly from the book so to experience it together. And the quote is, if you cannot quiet yourself, what will you ever learn? How will you become free? So those were Buddha's direct words. And 
the way that I'm receiving it intuitively before we read it, it's sort of confirming the work that I have done to get here. If you cannot quiet yourself, what will you ever learn? How will you ever become free? You won't. You can't. And I know that now because I worked on, I'm still working on, I'm practicing working on quieting down, robbing the personality identity. And if we don't do this, I realize we don't learn anything. Learning is to experience, to integrate information or data. Not to be told or speak it, but to know it based off experience. So that's how I receive it intuitively. It's sort of like a confirmation. Like if Brother Buddha were to say, See, I told you that unless you quiet yourself down, you're not going to learn anything. That you won't be free because the personality identity, Robin's leading you in a different direction. So I feel like it would come across very stoic, very sincere, and neutral. That's how I feel Brother Buddha holds me today in neutrality. And I wish the same for all beings on earth. Let us read the Osho, which goes into a more um, interpreted perspective of the quote. All learning happens through meditation. It does not happen through study. This is a culmination of information. It is not learning. Always be alert about borrowed knowledge. Howsoever precious it appears, it is all false. It is true for the Buddha. True for Jesus. True for Krishna. But not for you. Buddha had scriptures available. He could have learned the Gita so absolutely that he would have been able to repeat it just from memory. But then he would have been missed. But then he would have missed Buddhahood. In Jesus' time, the Old Testament was available. But Jesus tried to find out the truth for himself. This is something very essential to understand. Truth has to be found by oneself. It is only by experiencing truth on your own that freedom happens. Freedom is the fragrance of the experience of truth. So if we put these two messages together, the focused intent with the inner vision and Brother Buddha reminding us that answers and real absolute truths can't be found in the world, it's letting me know that I need to be more disciplined in my meditation, that I need to increase my meditation in my prayer. So on this day, I choose to stand in alignment with the highest good of all and ask Mother, Father, God, my guides, angelic helpers, and loved ones to see to it that I am more focused in my priority to stay in the realm of the heart space within, to help me create a routine and a practice of meditation and prayer that showcases and expresses my intention in the heart space to stay connected with Mother Father God regardless to where I may reside and to remember that I truly reside next to Mother Father God so to this meditation and prayer will remind me and confirm me of this inner knowing so be it
Ascended Master Goddess Kuan Yin holds a very special place in my heart. During my first years or signs of awakening, one of the first goddesses that I gravitated to is Kuan Yin. And as her story would go, she was a man in her incarnation on earth, Avalokiteshvara. And during what we call death, the transition into spirit, Avalokiteshvara made it to Buddhahood, what we call heaven, you might say. And he looked back at the earth and said, I cannot leave my brothers and sisters in suffering. And this act transformed Avalokiteshvara into the Bodhisattva Kuan Yin. So not only do I resonate and gravitate towards Kuan Yin as a perfect balance of divine and masculine energy, Not to say that I am in perfect balance today, but this is the intention to realize that we are all created in perfect balance with masculine-feminine energy. So Kuan Yin for me represents God-Goddess, Mother-Father-God in one vessel. As her symbol, the lotus of any color, you might say, she has made herself known to me throughout my life experience through synchronicity, serendipitous moments, ways to let me know that she is indeed aware of us on earth and she is able to connect with us, so should we match the energy of them. Kuan Yin in this form represents the goddess of compassion. And as I did have this integration process of a difficult time accepting my darkness, Her message is, go into your darkness so you can grow. Release harsh judgments about yourself and others and focus on the love that is within all. So for so long, I called upon her, worked with her, just for the the symbolism of her. But only till recently, after completing A Course in Miracles, did I integrate the data from the Masters and now I experienced it. I feel it. I know it now. I live it now. So I'm so grateful and in appreciation to Kuan Yin for being patient and loving me as a nurturing mother would, giving me the safe space to go into my darkness so that I can grow. Kuan Yin does come through with the symbol of the many hands of the goddess. Another synchronicity for myself as this is the symbol that resonates with me the most. You're familiar with this symbol if you see the Kuan Yin with the thousand armed. Usually there's not literally a thousand arms, but this is what the image is um, depicting the thousand-armed Kuan Yin, the many hands of the goddess. So in this form, Kuan Yin is reminding me that she is like a mother god that can multitask like no other. She is ready and available to assist in all areas of life, no matter the density. In this form, she would be like a mother in an aspect of self-sacrifice to meet you where you are, no matter where you are. 
No matter what realm or dimension, she will meet you there and hold the space to guide you back. And as I am allowing Asiel to hold back tears, you might say, I am getting the intuitive message that Kuan Yin is very proud of me. It is like if she's saying, look at how far we've come, that she was with me through the darkness and now she joins me in the light and rejoice, showering myself and all those who hear these words with lotus petals, reminding you of your spiritual sovereignty, your established connection to Mother, Father, God. It's like if she's saying, see yourself how we see you. Look at yourself how Source looks at you. To see yourself in radiance, to express this to the world. And it doesn't matter if you fall again because I will be there. No time or space or distance between us. I hold the space of your highest vibrational self because this is your grace where you started from. But as the goddess of a thousand arms, the many hand Kuan Yin, I can travel to and far, within and without, interdimensionally and multidimensionally. This is the love of Mother God. Love transcends all time and space, all dimensions. You come from love, for love, and may all beings be spiritually free. Gaia is our only goal, meaning every single one of us that are incarnated today is playing the role assigned to them in honor of the ascension and unification process of Mother Gaia to return to a more refined frequency, her natural state, which is unconditional love. Gaia as a consciousness is a being, you might say, that agreed to reform herself to be able to be the home or environment for us to reside and experience physicality. The celestial, what you call planets and stars, are the original gods that the old scriptures refer to as stellar beings moving throughout the cosmos. So as Mother Gaia is connected to each and every single one of you, she knows you each by name, you can each call upon her, give her your worries, and she will transcend them, transmutate them into harmony and peace. She holds a key that enables her to receive unlimited negativity and transmutate it back into love. She generates it in a way that it will work for her. Give your worries and concerns to Mother Gaia and watch what happens. Stand with your feet in the grass, hug a tree, and watch what happens. Breathe with the flowers. Breathe with the air as it passes to and through you, and watch what happens. You are an elemental being. You have an elemental body that responds to the grid upon Mother Gaia and your electromagnetic field of the heart space. So as we bring awareness to the heart space, 
This is where Gaia resides within you. The message comes in of moonlight. And as the ego, Robin, the identity, I'm laughing inside because moonlight represents travel and romance. Potential for love. <laughs> so as Mother Gaia bringing awareness to the moonlight, reminding me that there might be potential to travel. Intuitively speaking, I feel like she's speaking to me within, meaning to move from my old way of being. To look in a new direction emotionally as moonlight influences the water and being made of mostly water if there's new potential for love there this must mean that I'm too fixed I'm too stuck in a specific thought system or belief in regards to love and romance and she would like me to move from there to experience more love of mother father God When we deprive our intimacy and the pleasure of the five senses, you are blocking the blessing from Mother Father God as it expresses itself to you in all ways that you feel good. The distortion is to be identified as the body during these intimate moments and to know that you are the energy coursing through the vessel. The goal is to build up a momentum of life force adamantium particle into the body and let it do the transmutational process from within out. Instead of focusing on the exterior pleasure and the five sensory data that feels good, you allow that to be the starting point that initiates the vibrational shift where you tune into the inner joy and to feel good from inside out. So as you are at a new cycle and a threshold, we would love for you to move from one way of being into the next by focusing on the thoughts or beliefs that are blocking God's love from you. Where are you blocking blessings? Where are you not open to receiving? Where are you not allowing because you are identified with the personality, identity, the body? Where are you becoming too rigid because you feel there are rules in order to integrate spirit into the body? Where are you forgetting that you are spirit, experiencing the body and not the body? Mother, Father, God's will for you is complete happiness. Do what makes you feel good. You physically focused yourself into a reality to experience five sensory data, to experience pleasure to the five senses and joy, intimacy, connection. And as you come to love yourself, and harmonize your inner conflicts. You will only experience love in the exterior world. Whatever you do, wherever you go, there love is. And wherever love is, there is Mother, Father, God. So no more blocking blessings, no more blocking love. Baby steps towards opening to a new aspect of self that allows five sensory data to occur because it is a reflection of Mother, Father, God's love for you. As we come to the end of the episode, I would like to thank each of you for tuning in and supporting the podcast. Again, there would be no purpose for it without you. It is for us, a space for us to gather and receive together, experience together, 
and figure it out together. I do feel guided to connect with a Ascended Master in honor of the collective as the final part of this episode. Nothing brings me more joy than to be of service to the collective, to be a brother or guide or mentor, to use the resources of my suffering in a way that transcends the pain, to be reminded that everything does serve a purpose, that you are here for a reason, you are so special, the earth would notice if you were gone. You hold a unique connection to Mother, Father, God that cannot be held without you. You are the expression of Mother, Father, God that has not been expressed yet. I do see you all in the brightest light and I recognize you as God today. I see you as the Christ, which is to come into your knowingness that you are God, the God awakening. Let us see what Ascended Master would like to come through for a final message. Breathe. Bring awareness to the heart space. This is St. Francis coming through another Divine Masculine Feminine. St. Francis brings the message of follow your heart. So for the collective, what would this be saying? First of all, that we are all androgynous beings, masculine, feminine, by design. Secondly, that the heart is an intelligent guidance system, a consciousness connected to Mother, Father, God, what you call God. And in that heart space, we can receive glimpses into probabilities or timelines that are in honor of the highest good. An example would be, if you have a situation that you're trying to decide which, which direction to go in or what to do, bring awareness to the heart center first and then imagine yourself making both decisions. This is a practice to help you feel the tangible proof that your heart is responsive to you, it reacts to you and your questions, your statements, your intentions and goals. When you tell the heart thank you repeatedly, you harmonize the beat of the heart and it pumps fresh blood through the vessel. It is a co-creator. It is how Mother Father God can connect with you without hurting you, short-circuiting you because of the high frequency. You get to choose the level and amount of the presence of Mother Father God that you can withstand and take in through the heart by your ability to choose love or above. So on this day, you'll never be able to forget. You don't need to worry or wonder or question ever again. You can tune into that guidance that Brother Yeshua told us, the kingdom of heaven within, as an intelligent guidance system and a way shower. Imagine, visualize the choices that you are confronting and the heart will lead you in the direction of your highest good and your well-being. The heart only tells you one story. 
Go this way, there's love. Go this way, there's love. But we don't follow it because we're enchanted with the memory and we don't see evidence of the positive outcome or love. But it's because we're looking in the memory. So the heart is saying, follow me outside of your comfort zone into a timeline that you haven't experienced yet to receive even more data and radiance from Mother Father God. Don't get too comfortable. Don't get routine-based. Don't become too expectant and predicting of outcomes and days ahead. Surprise yourself. Be in exploration and a sense of awe. Awaken the inner child within and access that creativity and passion for the world. Call upon your guides, your angelic helpers, and your loved ones. Connect in the heart space more and make your decisions from here. Check in first and then decide. The heart wants to be a part of the journey. It is a co-creator. We need the guidance of the heart now because we are referring to the five sensory realm in honor of making decisions that spirit is guiding us toward. So if you have gained anything from this birthday reading for myself as the ego, <laughs> I hope that it is a sense of love in the heart space, indicators, little reminders throughout your day, synchronicities and signs that let you know that you are indeed tuned into this loving presence, that it loves you so much, Mother Father God never turned away from us, we turned away from Mother Father God. But now we are at the time where we can look back towards the love of Source, to be called home, to be a co-creator with Source. So today nothing's really changed for myself. In regards to birthdays, I never really celebrate them. I don't resonate with the idea of aging or getting older. I don't mind aging or getting older. I just don't agree that we need to. <laughs> so this is why I don't recognize this day. But in honor of the ego to be incarnated on this day some years ago, I'm just so happy to be alive today because now I'm alive with God. I've reached this day many times along my journey. But for the first time, I'm resting with Mother Father God. So I'm so excited to begin the new year for myself as the identity in relation to the collective to share the gifts of God with the world. I've reached this day before. Sometimes I wasn't going to make it. I almost left too early. But that presence kept me here. And now I'm so excited to start this new year. But this time with God, I'm starting a new life with God now.